Now, Kimberly, is all of this not settled yet about this thing, or is it settled? It's not settled, is it? No. No. And it gets frustrating too, huh? Yes. Because you know what's right and what's wrong. Legalities just kind of stand in your way. The Lord says, I'm going to give summary judgment on all of this. And I'm going to bring you right on up out of it. Don't be so quick to reject offers. Because the Lord said, look very closely. For I have got you in my mind to see to you in this matter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All that makes sense to you, right? Yes. Lord, we pray this blessing. We pray this blessing on our dear sister. Kimberly, that's your name. I pray this blessing over Kimberly. Kimberly, I don't know if you've ever had to deal with any eyesight. You have? Lately issues? Yes. <laughs> the Lord is going to start letting you look through his sight at things around you. Now, this is what I hear. Be sure and show great compassion because I'm going to show you issues where you're going to want to say, oh, snap out of it. Get over it. Fix it. But the Lord says, I want you to see through my sight. And you'll find an issue that's as big to them as anything that's monumental to you. It'll be that big to them, even though it seems little. Now, I see this. I don't know if you've desired this, but I think you have. The Lord is going to let you lay hands on people and see healings take place. Would you like to do that? Have you desired to do such things as that? Lift your hands up right now and let him anoint your hands. Just lift them up to him right now and say, I receive that anointing, Lord. I receive that anointing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Rejoice, Kimberly. It's going to get good. Hallelujah. <laughs> Beverly Hi Everything good with you Just just Well this is This is something I hear I hear as a man thinketh in his heart So is he And the enemy's tried to bog down your thinking for quite a while and he just heads you into areas in your life that in your thinking now I'm talking about and because he's trying to guide the rest of your life into that same corner but the Lord said I have always shown you a way to move and things when you didn't even know it and I don't know if you dream a lot but the Lord said you're going to start dreaming and I'm going to give you some dreams he says and when these dreams come about it's going to make you question You'll say, what about that, Lord? What about it? And before you know it, you're going to hear him talk. And you'll start hearing him speak to you. And once you learn his voice, remember, he won't say anything that's not written down. It'll be lined up with the written word. 
but he's going to start letting you hear his voice and everything else. You've prayed for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How about that? How about that? Let's give God some praise. Let's give God glory in the house. You want to give him glory? <clears throat> we'll wait maybe on some of this, these others right now. Because I sense I need to do something right here, right now. And I just want you to stay with me here on this because I, I, I can only do what I hear him say do. And I can only say, you know, I can only say what I hear him say and I'm going to do what I see him do. And this is what I heard. Right now in this service, I break witchcraft over this service. I break witchcraft over this service. And as a prophet of the Almighty God, I command you witchcraft. I command you sorcery. I command you to bow your knee. And I break your hold over this service. In Jesus' name, you are a puny nothing. And you have nothing in this place. Now you turn the person loose that you're operating through in this service. In Jesus' name. Now, you have to remember something. Satan uses witches and things as human chalices. They don't know it because they think it's so super cool. I'm going to tell you something about that while I'm here. Because Jezebel's hate prophets. That, that spirit don't like prophets, prophetesses. They don't like those kind of people. Witchcraft is nothing supernatural. Nothing. It's all natural. And the Lord told me, he said, when you walk up there now and you get behind your podium, break that spirit over this meeting. So it's here. It was here. I don't know what that is, but he said, break that spirit. So we broke it. And what seems what they think is supernatural is, is nothing. It's all listed in Galatians five as a work of the flesh. <laughs> you know what? I, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, there's a, a new thing out right now in, um, it's in, um, this new movie called the chosen, you know, this new series, <laughs> I like this. And this one scene, Jesus goes into somebody's house and he says, the guy says, I only have so many rooms for you and your disciples. He said, I've, I've got this one room over here, and it's haunted by the spirit of my dead grandmother. And Jesus in the chosen said, who, 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 give me that one. <laughs> give me that one. <laughs> That's the way I feel in things like that. Somebody threatens me with something haunted. I say, who, give me that one. <laughs> and so anyway, I, I, it's a work of the flesh. Now, I'm going to tell you something, and, and just since I'm here, I've sensed the Lord wants you to know this. And uh, it's 
kind of an intelligence briefing right now. See, everything in the book of Genesis, well, let's just look at that because I, I, I don't want us to do anything without the word. Now, in the book of Genesis, in chapter 1, watch what it says. In the beginning, God created the heavens, the Hebrew says heavens, and the earth, and the earth was without form or became without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light. But in the Hebrew, he doesn't say, let there be light. He wasn't asking permission. He said in Hebrew, it says, light be, and light was. So notice this, he said light. So right there, God set the standard above the speed of light and below the speed of light. That's what was set in motion at that moment. He divided the natural world from the spirit world. See, it's just like this. <clears throat> this podium right here that you see me standing behind, it's made up of molecules, matter. And if, whether you know this or not, they vibrate. Inside, there's a vibration. There's a rhythm to everything. And did you know if you can match the rhythm to something and you can get a sound that'll match a rhythm, you can lift great weights off the ground with sound. Oh, yeah. Anybody studies music and sound and frequencies knows that. But did you know that inside this podium, these, these molecules are vibrating? Now, they're not alive. You're not going to come in tomorrow and there'll be baby podiums everywhere. <laughs> they're not alive. They're <laughs> but they are, it is happening. Now, if I could speed up the vibration of those molecules inside this, right in front of your eyes, it, this podium would start shrinking as it approached the speed of light which is 186,000 plus miles per second. And it would start shrinking right in front of your eyes and it would get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And when it crossed the light line, it would disappear. And you'd look at it and all, you wouldn't see it. You could come up here and run your hand around on the floor. You could walk right past the place. It's not there in your realm. But if you started slowing it back down, it would come right back into view as tiny, and then it would grow tall until it came right back to its size. And so it went into another dimension. It didn't cease to exist. Now, if you could see three more percent of the color spectrum than you can see right now, when we play music, if I strummed a guitar, you could see the music. You would see the colors that the tones produce. But you can't see that far with your natural eye. So you just hear it. Are you listening to me? And so when, the, when that happens, see, right out there beyond your sight is where Satan and witches operate. They're not supernatural. They have been cast down. And all they're dealing with is high science. Witchcraft has a mathematical base. Oh, yes, it does. 
And so when you start, it was like a college professor. I don't, I don't know why I'm telling you this. The Lord stopped me. I've got something else I wanted to tell you. But, but, but there was a, a, a professor teaching his class, and he showed on a film a basketball. And he turned the basketball inside out without making an incision in the ball. And all the kids were oohing and on. And then he showed the mathematical equation that was about that thick and about that long that made that happen. And that's where the enemy operates. He operates right outside your sight and hearing realm. Sometimes your dog will moan and howl and cry as a spirit passes it. And you never heard it. You never even saw it. But some of you, if you spend time in the word and you get close to God, you can walk up on a, a place and, and go, something's wrong here. And you know something's around. And so you have to remember this when you're dealing with these things. Why am I telling you about this? Look where we are. What part of the nation we're in right now. And I don't know if you know this or not, but the occult's days are numbered here. Because this is what I heard. I want you to stand up with me just a minute all over the house before we do anything else tonight. This is what I heard right here. I saw this early today. The Lord showed me all of you standing up. And what we're going to do is stomp our foot and rumble the underworld. We're going to rumble the ground with the power of the Holy Ghost. There's going to be a rumble start down here around New Orleans. And it's going to start rumbling. And it's going to start picking up things and moving them here. And moving things over here. It's going to start unearthing and unseating people in high authority that's in the occult. That's in witchcraft. For God is going to have his revival even here. Hallelujah. How many of you are just wild enough to do it with me? In the name of Jesus, we take authority over all witchcraft, all voodoo, all kinds of manipulations. In the name above all names, the name of Jesus, we call for an unseating and a rumble in this part of the country and we break the hold of satanism and baal worship in jesus name go hallelujah come on and shout Now, now it has begun. It has begun. Now you can be seated if you like. Hallelujah. We had to tend to some business before we could do anything else. Now, I want to tell you where we are in time. Because 
<clears throat> time, see, there's a time and a season for every purpose under the heaven, so forth. <clears throat> and time, I used to do a song we wrote in the spirit called uh, Time is About to Give Way to Eternity. And uh, that was in the song. And that's about what's about to happen. I'm going to talk a little bit in code and a little bit in mystery <clears throat> because there's a lot of eyes watching. I don't know if you realize this, but after last night's service, not only do you see what watched, but already this morning, other people have taken the videos and put them everywhere. <clears throat> and they say whatever they want to say. I mean, they don't change what I'm saying, but they just, do all kind, but it it gets the attention of a lot of people. You do know you're living in a time that no one has lived in before. They've only seen it in the spirit, but they've never lived here. If you couldn't handle it, you would have been born in some other time. God could have done that. You were born for such a time as this. I'm going to tell you something by a prophetic utterance right now. This is what I heard the Lord say. He said, I'm going to bring out young people out of witchcraft and the occult. I'm going to bring them out because they are prophets trapped within those systems. And the Lord said, I'm going to free them. And I'm going to bring them out and I'm going to bring them to you. And I'm going to let you teach them and instruct them. And I'm going to give them the benefit of your wisdom, your daughter's wisdom, and your wife's wisdom. I'm going to give them the benefit of the anointing of pastor that's on your son-in-law. I'm going to do these things, and they're going to see a world they've never seen, and they're going to realize what they were born to do. This is what's coming. Hallelujah! Now, The time we're in, several years ago, <clears throat> I started watching this in 92, you know, the old days in the 90s. <laughs> Our grandkids tell Robin and I, I said, y'all, I said, y'all were born in the 19s. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, we were born in the 19s, the old days. <clears throat> and so I started watching this. Now I want I want to tell you and I I really want your prophetic ears with me because I'm about to tell you how the devil does battle. And it, you can't fight him in the spirit if you don't know how he works. But he works in a very strategic pattern. Now <clears throat> I don't know we may start it tonight and Finish it in New Orleans. I don't know. But this is what I heard. This is this is what I've, I've heard to tell you. Now, in the ancient days, the days, there was a king who, who was the king over a nation. He had the crown, but everybody knew his wife had the power. In his time, the killing of babies proliferated huge. During his time, there was a land scandal. 
And this land scandal was over a vineyard and someone came up murdered during this land scandal. Now, during this time, he got wounded, the king did, but he managed to hold himself up to the end of the day. When he left office, he died. Then his wife decided she wanted to run the nation. So she goes back to the nation, to the palace, and she starts setting up her kingdom. The Lord raised up a man to be king over the nation. He was a war captain, and he was anointed to be the king. So he came campaigning furiously across the land. He got in a debate, and she was on a high wall. He got into a debate with her. And then her own people threw her off the wall. She landed on the ground. Her blood splattered against the wall. And the war captain ran over her. He went on into the palace. He made himself at home. And then all at once, the Lord, uh, he was impressed. Go bury her. She is the daughter of a king. So they go out to bury her, but all they can find is her hands and her skull. That's all they can find. The dogs have eaten her. I'm talking to you about Ahab and Jezebel in Israel. Now, if, if you just stay with me just a few minutes, we'll be walking where our head is in a few minutes. And so um, but whether you know this or not, this is an exact parallel of Bill and Hillary Clinton. Bill Clinton became the, the president of the United States, and every, he had the authority and the title, but everyone knew his wife had the power. During their time, abortions skyrocketed. During their time, watch now, there was a huge land scandal. Someone was murdered. Someone came up dead during it. During their time, he gets wounded in the middle of his second term. But he managed to hold himself up to the end of his terms. He was impeached, but he never left office. Strangest thing. But when he left office, she decided she wanted to be president and run the country. So she goes back and sets her, starts setting up herself to run this nation. In 2007 and 8, she was set up to run the nation. And there was a war captain that came on the scene to run against her. His name was John McCain. In Israel, the captain's name was Jehu. Jehu, the son of Nimshi, which means extricated, which means freed from a restraint or, or maybe prison. John McCain was a war captain who was famous for being a prisoner of war. So he comes and runs against her and debates her. 
When he debates her, her own people threw her off the wall. And they put up Barack Obama in her place. You better listen to me. See, the exact parallel was taking place, except when, when they threw her off the wall in Jehu's time, he ran over her. But when they threw her off the wall in 2008, her own people threw her off. Barack threw her off. This was a very strategic time. Because Satan fights in timelines. He fights in timelines. He's not a supernatural being. He's a fallen being. But he knows that the patterns in the timelines of the prophetic, this is what he searches for, and he looks to fight you in those lines. This is the way he does things. So when it came down time, right down to where he was, all of a sudden she was going to be thrown down, and she was thrown down. Instead of McCain running over her, he gave up when Obama ran against her. And when he did, when Jehu ran over her, there was 28 years of peace in Israel. Islamic extremists were destroyed. Baal worship was destroyed when Jehu ran over Jezebel. But when John McCain didn't run over her, and suddenly Obama became president, there was no precedent in the Bible for it. Satan seized a timeline. And the 28 years we should have had of peace and abortion stopped. And all of that should have happened was halted in its place. And we had no precedent for what was coming. And Satan moved 28 years into the future. He got ahead of the light. And don't you remember when Obama was president? It was like you had your head in a bag screaming, and no one could hear. He did every ungodly thing you could imagine to this country. Oh, Brother Robin, now, now you just, you're just messing with my heroes. Heroes? If I thought my cousin was an antichrist, I'd tell you. I'm not moved by heroes. I have to be moved by what the Lord says. And how am I going to help you or how am I going to help the body of Christ if I can't tell you what time we're in? There was a, a, one of the most powerful prophets ever walked in this earth, anointed Barack Obama to be president. Now, you may not realize this, but that man was anointed when he became president. Yes, he was, too. He could draw people by the thousands they would come to him. I mean, now listen, he could talk and you would listen. You might, you might not like what he was saying a lot of times, but you listened because he was anointed. But after two years, the first thing he did was sign a bill that killed thousands and thousands of unborn children. First day in office slaughtered over 300,000 children the first year in office with one stroke of his pen. He threw Israel under the bus immediately. 
He gave Iran a nuclear weapon. Gave them $150 billion cash to buy one. He became Gog. After two years, the Lord came to the same prophet and said, now watch close. He said, remove him from office. He said, he lied to me. He promised me he'd do these things. And then he lied. Remove him. That same prophet came on live internet, told the same story, and then said, you're now removed from office. Because prophets anoint kings, and prophets bring them down. And this particular president watched him. Watched him on television. How do you know? Because he quoted him. Obama quoted the prophet. He watched him. When he removed his authority, in 2010, I... You can go online and watch this happen. President Obama was speaking to a women's group. And he was standing there like this talking. And all of a sudden, his presidential seal fell off the front of his podium. It bounced seven times on the ground and fell over. This is what he did. It shook him up. He did this. Did my, uh, he said, oh, well, you know who I am. But he never could get anything done after that. He controlled both Senate, the House. He had the White House. But all he did was get gray. Because the anointing of a president is the heaviest thing. And God gives you a mantle to wear it. But if that mantle leaves, then it will destroy you because it's too heavy. It's the weight of a nation. So he left office, even though he stayed there for a while. And the prophet that told him he was coming out now said this, you are now Saul. And God will raise up a David. Talking about Trump said he'll raise up a David. In this timeline, Satan had thrown us 28 years into the future. And we didn't know what to do because you had no precedent for it. Is this making sense to anybody? I know people may say, oh, Brother Robin, you're reaching for straws. Really? Really? You do know that a presidential seal falling off of somebody's podium is Old Testament stuff. You could almost read that, and his kingly seal fell off his podium. You could almost read that, couldn't you? I don't get all hung up on heroes. You better listen. A lot of people's going to love the Antichrist too. Because he starts out good. So when he left office, when he finally left office, 
They knew Hillary Clinton would become president. It was set. No, 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 you don't understand. It was set. It had already come down the pike, and I just, that's all I can say about it, that she would be the president. If she had become president, you would have been in the great tribulation the first four years of her presidency. Oh, yes, you would, too. I could show it to you in Revelation. That's where, that's where we were headed. That's where they wanted to take you. So Satan stole that timeline and fought with it. He started fighting with it, fighting with it, with this stolen timeline. And so when this happens, something very sinister was up. I don't know if I ought to tell you this or not. I mean, I mean, this is getting, this is getting heavy now. Ooh, brother, it's getting big. It's getting heavy. Look, 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 I'm the one looking at the camera. I'm the one they look at. They're looking at telling this story. But if you want me to tell you, I'll tell you. Okay. So the Lord began to set up some things and talk about things. I told you last night it was going to go deep tonight. So the Lord began to set up things and he started talking about these certain things. And I don't know whether you know this or not, but there was a plan planned in 2015. A lot of people don't know that was up and that was about to happen. But in 2015, a lot of things were up and they were going to do something. They were planning on having the big Hadrian Collider in Switzerland up to full power on September 23rd, 2015. It was going to be at full power. It's a, it's a particle collider that opens other dimensions and they've come close every time they've they've, they've stirred this thing. And what it does is it fires particles in like a gas and it runs about 27 miles in a circle and they go in two different directions and they'll keep running like this, passing each other. And then they divert the stream and they collide all at once. And when they do, one time when they did it, the, the major earthquake in Japan hit. Every time they start getting it up to, to power, faces appear in the dimension hole. They see hideous creatures and faces. And this is what they said. We're trying to find the God particle. They said, well, what is that? Well, and we want to know the origin of creation. But that's not what they're after. They want to open the dimension because this is what they said. Something may step through. Now, you know, listen to me. Something may step through. They came the closest they've ever been in 15, ever. And it was when Obama was president. The timeline had been seized. Everything was going on. Satan was ahead of the light 28 years. He had everything on that date ready to go. People started singing songs about, you remember songs like when September ends. They start talking about beyond September. Everything, some of them were saying everything will change in September. Everything you know will change in September. Madonna started doing concerts dressed like a pagan goddess watch now you know what her album was during the 15 
it was, this was the tour. Uh, the album was rebel heart. The tour was called desecration of the bride and the welcoming of fallen angels. And she, because they had noticed they could open the hole CERN at CERN, they held a big deal. They held a big parade and while they held it, it showed the workers coming up out of the hole out of CERN. They were all dressed in their orange jumpsuits, hard hats, and they came marching up in unison. When they got up on the top of the, of the parade ground, they began to go into all kinds of euphoric stuff. They, one was trying to, they were, they were showing themselves climb up a wall, trying to break through a dimension, break through a dimension. And then suddenly they went into a wild simulated orgy on the floor of the, of the parade ground. And they asked a while world leaders sat in the stands and watched it. There were world country leaders sitting there watching this. You can find it if they haven't taken it away, but you have to dig to find it. And so they were watching all of this while they flew planes over and saluted what was going on. And then all at once it broke open and a goat man stepped out of the dimension and came among them and began to walk among them. And everybody stood and applauded and clapped and screamed and hollered because they opened the dimension and Satan walked through it. And they asked this question, even people that are not even religious at all said, what in the world have they, are they doing? They said, this is just over the top. This is pure Satanism. Maybe I should stop right here. It's just too deep, too deep. If we can't talk about it in this crowd, then who can, where can we talk? Oh, we're not finished yet. We're going somewhere. Look at your neighbor and say, we're going somewhere. So this is all going on. And then all at once, the Pope decided to visit Congress. He had never done that before. And he was set to do it on September 24th, I think. Madonna went to Madison Square Garden with her tour. Right after she left, the Pope went to Madison Square Garden. She goes to Philadelphia. The Pope goes to Philadelphia. They realized that it wasn't enough just to have the science to open the portal. These were spirits they were bringing. So it had every look. You people say, you know this for a fact. Do you know it's not? Do you know it's not a fact? I'm just saying. I'm just telling you things that happen. And if it's not this way, they should fix the me what makes it look like it is. So everywhere the Madonna went, the Pope went. She started doing these rituals, welcoming fallen angels. Everything was set to go. CERN was supposed to be up to full power on the 23rd of September, 2015. That's a fact. 
And it was supposed to be at full power. You say, well, what? Well, you know what has CERN got to do with that? What has CERN got to do with all this? Well, you know CERN. You know the internet you enjoy. That's who invented it. Was the scientist at CERN. WWW, the web. It is also, and then you can't get around it. W is the number six in Hebrew. And so they invented this. They said to share scientific information with each other, but then they gave it to the public. That's interesting, isn't it? Just saying. I'm just saying. And then all, then all at once, on September 23rd, everything was supposed to go down. Everybody knew it. Everybody was talking about September. Everybody was talking about what was going to happen. Everybody was talking about the Pope coming, making history with Congress. Everybody was talking about Madonna's world tour. Everybody was talking about all these things and these dates and these things was lining up as fast as you could do it. And all at once, the Lord sent me an invitation to a ranch way out west. And he said, and they invited me to bring a prophetic team. Me and Robin, Krista, Tommy, and some of you seen Roxanne sing with us on the 11th hour. It was us that went. And we were out there, and we went out there to this prophetic gathering where prophets came from uh, just a lot of places. It was out in the middle of nowhere. And so we got out there, and I wasn't supposed to speak. I was going to do the music. And the Lord moved on me to speak. And they gave me the mic. And I started talking about some of this. And I knew why I was there. And then all at once, the Lord said this. He said, this was on the 20th. Wasn't it the 20th, the 18th or the 20th? There, no, there was another prophetic meeting on the 18th in another part of the West. We were there on the 20th, and it was set to open on the 23rd. So on the 20th, all of a sudden, this Holy Ghost moved on us, and I handed Roxanne my shofar. She stood on the stage. The head of the meeting you would know them if I called their name. You'd probably know their family anyway. They were standing in the middle of the room, and another prophet from Wyoming was in the back of the room. All three had shofars, and the Lord said, turn them towards Switzerland and sound them. So we turned it towards Switzerland and sounded those horns. When we sounded those horns, we ordered that thing, and he said, now tell those spirits to stay in that hole and don't come out. So we started yelling at those spirits, stay inside that dimension. Don't come out. It's not time for you to come out. Remember, Tommy? Stay in that hole. When we were finished with that, something lifted. Now, listen, I'm telling you, there was. it looked smoky all around the room. It looked like a war zone. I could look around and look, and it, when they turned the lights on, it looked like debris from a battlefield and there was like, it looked like smoke hanging around. And a lady came up to me and said, you know, I saw a rat run in CERN and just shut it down. I said, well, praise God, praise God. 
Well, we got on the airplane headed back on the 20th or the 21st, whatever it was. We were headed back on the airplane. When we got back about six months after that, all of a sudden it hit the news. A weasel ran in CERN and shut it down. <laughs> ran in it and shut it down. Just in case you thought it was all my imagination. And what is a weasel look like but a big rat? So these are the ways Satan fights. This is the way he does this. He looks for timelines. He's searching for timelines. So he can seize one of them. Now, the next timeline I want you to see, and I can stop now. If you want me to stop, I can stop, and we can just talk about, you know, something else. I used to live in New Orleans when I was a boy. I can tell you how, how to crawfish if you want to. I ate a bait of it, man. Yeah, y'all probably know all about that. <clears throat> I used to wade them swamps when I was six up to my waist. <laughs> yeah, somebody loved me or didn't. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but so I remember in 2016. I didn't know I had said this in 16. I, I didn't because if it comes out of your spirit, it don't usually register up here. Somebody will come and tell me I said something. And I said, what? What? I said, what? Because I, it, it wasn't me saying it. I mean, it, well, you know, I said it, but it was the Lord talking to me. So I'm, I'm in 2016, the Lord told me this at that election. This was after the events I just told you about. So we're still on target. He said, there's going to come a sickness in the earth said it'll be a, a harvest of sickness for the children of the wicked one. So now we know who it was for. It was the harvest coming for the wicked. I don't mean people, everybody got it was wicked. It just said that's what the purpose, that's where it was, that's who had brought it in the earth, in other words. They had sowed for that. So it was the seeds of the wicked that brought that harvest. Not God. So he, he says this, so in 2019, I'm standing on the stage at the 11th hour program and I'm just standing there with my guitar, but I stand on this side on the 11th hour and I'm standing there and Robin's over here on the piano. No, I didn't have my guitar. I had a mic and I was standing there. I went to the podium and I looked around at her and I heard just like I heard about those coming out of witchcraft to you. All of a sudden I turned and looked at her. And said, there's a, there's a plague coming. I said, it's a plague. It's a sickness of some kind. It's about, this was April 30th, 2019. I said, it's about to come through the earth and it's going to be international and unscrupulous men will take advantage of this thing. I said, I don't know what to call it. I don't know what to call it. I said, I, 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 I never heard the word pandemic that I knew of. I, I couldn't put it, my words around. I said, what Robin said, an epidemic. I said, an epidemic maybe. Yes. So we settled on that. Well, it came. 
And in January, we found out about it. Watch. So in I started looking at this. Now I've got to now I've got to back up. And I oh I, I don't want to bore you. I just do not. I want you to be encouraged and be able to fight. In 2012, I'm throwing these dates around quick because I gotta move. In 2012, I was standing in a sound booth and the Lord spoke to me and said this. We was in a healing school and I was up in the sound booth and I had my notebook like this and the power of God hit me. I turned all the way around and landed on the soundboard looking at my notebook. He said, write this down. He said, the time of Moses has begun. The time of coming out has begun. A sequence of things in the world and a sequence of things in the church has begun. So I wrote them down, and I, and I didn't tell anybody right away. But after I told it about a week or so after that, I started talking about it. When I did, suddenly, around the world, the longest river in China turned blood red. The Beirut River turned blood red. A plague of locusts hit Egypt. And then all these plagues started. It started how fire. A tornado was caught by CNN crossing the Australian desert. The plagues of Egypt in the time of Moses started showing up around the world. A snake made the news eating another snake. It all started happening. So in 2019, when I said that this plague was coming, I asked the Lord, I said, what, what time is it? Because I look at prophetic timelines. I said, what time is it? He said, you're still in the time of Moses. Folks, what it was is we had the plagues. We had all the plagues except a death angel. We didn't have a death angel coming through. So in 2019, after I gave that word, he said, you're still in the time of Moses. Then all of a sudden, the St. Mary's River ran blood red. And rivers and bodies of water started turning red again. And then locusts hit Africa so big, they were bigger than some nations in Africa. Oh, yes, it was, too. The news reported and showed a snake hanging upside down, wrapped around another one, eating it. It just started happening. Then all at once, the virus came. You know what? You know what people did? They took red ribbons and hung them on their door. The time of Moses. They took red ribbons and hung them on their door. You know what happened on Facebook? They started playing a game. It was called show pictures of your firstborn. That was a big deal on Facebook during that time. So now we had every plague, a death angel, the firstborn. And then all at once, they locked everybody in. Just like Passover. And the Lord said, you've approached the second Passover. So I started saying this in March. I said, there's a Red Sea moment coming. There's a Red Sea time. I said, it's coming. I started talking about it in February and March. I can show you the videos where I was talking about I was trying to tell the people there's a Red Sea time coming. And everybody was locked behind doors with red ribbons. When they finally let you out, when they let the children of Israel out of Egypt, they gave them silver and gold. 
When they let you out, they gave you stimulus checks. Everything was parallel. Everything was parallel. I said, we're coming to a Red Sea time. We're going to hit, we're going to hit a Red Sea at some point. And I said this in March, I think it was, I said, in seven months, we will arrive there. And Krista looked at me and said, Dad, did you realize that that's the election time? That's the first time it dawned on me that seven months from that day was the election. I said, that's when we'll hit it. So we had all the plagues going. The death angel was in the earth. Now, I have to ask you something. And I want you to stay with me just a minute because we're winding down, I'm, I think. So, you have to ask yourself this. Israel was God's covenant people. Yes? Yes. Why were they locked behind doors? Now, you have to stop and think about this. Somebody said it. To protect them. Yes. Right? But wait a minute. They were locked behind doors, and Moses told them, the Lord said, tell the children of Israel to take a lamb, take its blood, put it on the top post and on the lentils on each side so that that death angel will pass you by. Wait a minute. Why did they have to have, why would it pass them by? They're his people. Because they had assimilated themselves with Egypt. They had to be locked behind doors and the blood put on the front of the door because they were slaves. They were slaves. They thought like slaves. They acted like slaves. They walked like slaves. They talked like slaves. They were slaves. And so they were in no shape to fight the death angel. They couldn't have stood on their covenant and fought the death angel. You can't find one time Abraham was locked behind a door. Because he, they were in no shape to do battle. Then you have to ask yourself this. Then why was the church locked behind doors and put masks on? Why was the church, why did the church do that? Why did they have to be done that way? Because they were slaves. They were slaves. There wasn't any more Pentecost in the church, hardly. Nobody came in and had the nine gifts of the Spirit happening all over the room. You didn't see anybody anymore laying hands on the sick and watching them recover. You didn't see people raising the dead. You didn't see people speaking to storms and tornadoes. You didn't see people anymore acting like they were full of the Holy Ghost. You didn't hear messages in other tongues where they stood up and give out a message and somebody over here interpret that message. Why didn't you hear that anymore? Because it had turned into a place called a seeker-friendly atmosphere where people didn't talk like that out in the public. They didn't say that. And if you were going to give a prophecy, you wasn't invited to give it in the church. You had to do it on the second Tuesday in the small group somewhere. 
But I want to ask you something. Tell me why. How do you know the Holy Ghost wants to speak on the second Tuesday in the small group? How do you know that's when he wants to speak? We must call the church back to power and action. We've got to come back to the place. Hey! we got to come back to the place where we're full of power and we're not afraid of hell. If the church don't make it to that point, the day will come when they'll lock you up again. This time you won't get out. <laughs> 